First John chapter three, verse 18 through 22. My little children. Let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God in whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Precious Lord, we want to be pleasing in your sights. Father, we don't want our hearts to condemn us. Father, we want to be assured of our salvation when we stand before you. Father, give us that juice. Give us that power. Give us that grace to do all the things that glorify you. Father, thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 My little children, this is the age of the aged apostle coming to this, this small community of believers who were struggling, struggling with false teachings and, and Gnostics coming in and teaching heretical doctrine and telling them stuff that on the, on the surface you would know it wasn't true. But to a young believer, you can be confused. And John was coming in sort of to clear up the mess. Now, I know we have this picture in our mind of John being, being soft. We, we, we've, so, we, we've, we've done so much damage to the scriptures. When Jesus called these 12 men, he called them to die. Everybody don't sign up for that. Amen. Okay? None of them walked away. One was a one was a one was a, a devil from the beginning, but the other eleven, save John, died. They were martyred, meaning they were murdered. Okay. John was sent to the island of, island of Patmos. If you read Revelations one and nine, you find out the reason why he went to, was banished to the island of Patmos. Know why? The Bible says for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why John got locked up on the island of Patmos where he was supposed to die, where he was supposed to be de devoured by barbarians and killed. But then it goes on to say that John was in the spirit Amen. on the Lord's day. See, 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 these are the kind of men God calls courageous and committed. And, 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 and they were serious about what they were preaching because they knew their time was short. So that's just that. John says in verse 19, let me go back to verse 18, just, just to push us through, because this is what we preached last week, just to push us through verse 19. He says, little children, let us love, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. What's he talking about? All that talk. We got a lot of talkers. Mm -hmm. We're talking love. Love is an action word. You can't talk about loving somebody. Okay? I, I, I had someone ask me just the other day, well, you know, I, I'm falling in love. 
I'm a good person to ask that. I, I think I'm an expert on love. Amen. Okay. I say, well, here's what you need to make sure of. First of all, make sure you have a relationship with God. Amen. Okay? And then make sure that you have the resources to maintain a love relationship. They ain't cheap. Amen. Amen. I, I know I'm talking about something. And, and, and then the third thing you need to have before you to before you say I'm falling in love, make sure you have it in your heart and soul that you can stay committed to a love relationship. Amen. How about that? He never replied. See, that comes with time. Okay. Hereby, here's John, and hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Here we go. John, John says, we know that we are of the truth. What's he talking about? What kind of truth is he talking about? Who is truth? God is truth. Jesus said, I am what? The way, the truth, and the life. So what John is saying, you want to know that you're in a right relationship with God, that you belong to Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. Okay? Here's how you know. He's going to give you an idea. Here's how you know that you are of the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay? How? Because you're in good stead. You're in good standing with the Lord. And when you, when you get out of good standing with the Lord, you get right back into good standing with the Lord. Amen. Okay? You know you're of the truth because you have a readiness to serve God's people. He's gone through this in, in the previous chapters. You, 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 you want to serve. You want to do. You want to say, God, listen, listen, I know you didn't save me for nothing. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't save me for nothing. Maybe you might be saying right now, right now, I can only do so much. But whatever I can do, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to have a service heart. Okay? You want to have that kind of, you want to have that kind of message in your heart. You want to make sure you of the truth. I, I have this, I have this verse. I have this verse that jumped out at me. And here's this woman. Here's this woman. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the story well. And, 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 and she came to the well at noon, high noon, the heat of the day. This is the time of the day where, where the where people came to the well. This time of the day where the outcasts of the city. You want to get to the well at 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock when it's nice and cool. You don't want to be dipping for water at noon and the Palestinian son. And so she runs into Jesus, and I'm not going to tell you the whole story. Y'all know the whole story. She, and Jesus tells her all about her sinful ways. Now, I always say, if Jesus telling the story, you you one or two people in the story, and you ain't never Jesus. Amen. Okay? Amen. So just because this is a woman at the well could be a man at the well. All right? So we, we're not going to get, we, you know, I know we into this gender stuff. But that's not what I'm going. That's where I'm not, I'm not going there. But that's a man at the well, a woman at the well. We all got our stuff. Amen. And Jesus what? Knows all about it. Okay. 
So she says in verse 20, our fathers worship in this mountain. And you say that Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Now, really what she's trying to do is get away from the fact that Jesus didn't call her out. Okay, which is fine. Let's leave, let's leave that alone. We don't want to talk about too much about our past. None of us in here really want to. I know I don't. Y'all not going. Y'all have to twist my arm. Okay. And Jesus said unto her, woman, verse 21 of John 4, woman, believe me. I like that. Believe me. The hour coming when you shall neither in this mountain or nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. Now watch first this. Watch where this go. He says, ye worship, you know not what. And we, and, and we know what we worship for. Salvation is of the Jews. What's he talking about? He's telling this woman, you don't, even, you don't know what you're worshiping. Salvation is of the Jews. What's he saying? Somebody say, I, I don't know, Pastor. What's he saying? I've read that verse so many times. What's he saying? The message that the Jews got was totally different than the message that we're going to receive after Jesus Christ dies on the cross. Okay? See, see, the Jews had an experience with God that the heathen folks didn't. God, God exposed himself to the Hebrews in so many ways. I have a list. He sent, he sent Abraham to, the, to, the, to, to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And then he sent blood and frogs and gnats and flies and hurt the livestock and boils and hail and locusts and darkness. And they killed their firstborn. He says, you worship what you know not. We worship for what we know what we worship. Now watch. What else did they see? Manna come from heaven. Gentiles didn't see that. Quail came from heaven. David slayed Goliath. Parting of the Red Sea. Water out of the rock. The walls of Jericho falling down. The three Hebrew boys in the fire. God had showed himself to the Israelites in a magnificent way. Stay with me. Stay with me. But he says this in verse 23. This is for us. This is for us. This is for us. You want to know if you're in the truth. That's the question. We know that we are in the truth. Watch this. But the hour cometh. Mm-hmm. And now is. Now is. When the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit Man. and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Amen. How about that? He's seeking, still seeking. He's seeking the day. He's seeking the day. His, his eyes are open and his ears are open. He's seeking the day. The word of God is going out. He's not going to put anybody in a headlock. He's not going to put anybody in a headlock to get him to come to the Lord. But he's going to send the message out. Amen. I said it this morning in Sunday school. That preacher better talk about Jesus a whole lot in every sermon. Amen. Every sermon. If you listen to sermons and you won't hear Jesus' name and Jesus being lifted up, pay attention. Pay attention. Verse 24. Y'all, verse 24, he said, God is spirit. God is spirit. Watch. And they that worship him. They that worship him. Don't spread your worship around. Amen. Don't spread your worship around. They that worship him. Margaret said it. Must 
worship him in spirit and in truth. Meaning, you can't worship God without the spirit. You can't worship God without the spirit. And then you have a hard time worshiping God. You have a hard time praising God. You have to ask God, God, listen, fill me with your spirit. Amen. Fill me with your spirit. Okay. See, spirit can run low. See, we can, we, the Bible says we can quench the spirit. Okay. Think of, think of your spirit like, like your cell phone. You, if, you, if you don't keep it plugged in, what's going to happen? It's going to die down. Okay. Now, maybe the only difference between worshiping God and the spirit of your cell phone is, is God not going to cut off. Okay. But you can get low. Anybody in here ever got low? Anybody ever here felt like their spirit was low? You look at your phone and you on, and this is showing red. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go put it on the charger. See, see, as Christians, some of us might need to be put on the charger. You get a little low. You get a little low. And you know, you know when you don't you know when you get a little low? Feel like cussing. <laughs> you ever felt like smacking somebody? See, when you get like that, you know you're getting low. You know, you feel like you need a drink. Uh-oh. You, you might be getting low. Yeah, look, I need to get plugged in. Because we can get low. Don't want to be bothered with your wife. Don't want to be bothered with your kids. You might be getting low. Oh, come on. Y'all know the rest. I ain't going to push you too far. Um, I ain't going to push you too far, but I know when I get low, I get low. I hope, I hope, one thing I hope, one thing I hope, I, I do a lot of talking. I hope y'all don't think that the pastor got it all together. Amen. Okay. I hope y'all not under, under that influence. Well, you know, he, he talked like he got it all together. No, no, I get low. Amen. But I know where to go. Amen. Okay. That may be the difference. I get low. See, I, see, every Wednesday night, I don't feel like coming out here. I don't, I don't want y'all to think every Wednesday night, I don't feel like, every Sunday school lesson, I don't feel like teaching. Sometimes I don't feel like teaching Sunday school lesson. Yeah. Sometimes I'll tell Cindy, you know, Cindy, I ain't going to church today. Tired of church. Tired of church folk. See? See, Satan talks to me. Y'all think, he, y'all, think y'all got a, only one guy contract with him? Come on, Toya. Oh, amen. Good thing you love us. That's right. That's right. God is love. Yes, amen. See, Satan, Satan don't play. He wants he want, he he want every church shut down. Amen. amen. He's not playing. Okay? Good news. Let me give y'all some good news. I, I got this in my notes. Good news break. Good news is our hope is not in this life. Amen. That's good news. Our hope is not in this life. God is in control. Amen. Our hope is not in this life. Let me give you, let me give you this wonderful verse on truth. I hope y'all have some of these in y'all's storehouse. Sometimes you just need some good verses. Okay. Here's, here's the apostle Paul. And, and, and he's he saying salvation is based on truth. See, when I hear when I heard Jake praying this morning, I was like, you see, we 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 thinking alike. Cause love without truth is not love. Amen. Salvation without truth is not love. Amen. You can't be saved and not accept and appreciate the truth of God's word. Amen. 
See? Yeah. See, everybody talking about heaven ain't, ain't going. Okay? I heard somebody say, he's just reaching, I need a road map to heaven. Well, if you need a road map to heaven, you're in trouble. <laughs> okay? Because there ain't even one road. There's no turning. There's only one way to heaven. Okay? So if you, you know, I don't know when to get off. Listen, you don't get off. You go straight. And you just go straight. You don't need a Google Maps and Wazy and all that. Just go straight. Okay? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Here's, here's, here's Ephesians 1.13. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this great verse. Paul says this. He says, in whom ye also trusted. He's talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. He's talking about the death, burial, and resurrection. He's talking about these folks have been taught the word of God. They have been taught the facts. They have been taught the truth. And now they have a relationship with the word of God. Okay? And they trusted in it. And he says, in whom ye also trusted. Here we go. After that ye heard the word of truth, the scriptures. The death, burial, and resurrection. Paul had explained it in a way where they understood it. They received it. They put their trust in it. They repented from their ways. And now, and only then, now and only then, can you be saved. Watch this. In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Okay? Y'all, I say it all the time. Okay. I'm only accountable for one salvation. Amen. And I love a whole lot of folks. I love a whole lot of folks, but I, don't, I can only I only got one ticket. Alright? And I ain't giving it up. Uh-uh. I ain't giving it up. What's the what's the one guy in the Bible who he gave up his birthright for a cup of soup? No, no, no. I'm not giving up this ticket. Now I will tell you how to get yours. Amen. Okay? Amen. I will sit down with you. I will meet with you and say, here's how you get your ticket. Yes. Okay? Yes. But you can't have mine. Amen. Okay? Amen. I'm holding this. That's right. This stamp. Now, now watch. Watch. Watch this. Watch this. All back. All back on verse 13 of, of Ephesians 1. In whom you also trusted. After that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, whom also after you believed. After you believed. Here we go. You were sealed. Amen. With that Holy Spirit of promise. Don't let these folks come around telling you that somebody can undo your seal. Uh-uh. After you were sealed. You were placed in the family of God. Ain't nobody taking you out. Amen. You, nobody's coming along and breaking that seal. Amen. Okay? You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And that promise is what? Thank you, Lord. Eternal life. Amen. Eternal that. life. That's where that promise was. It was with eternal life. Listen to the second part of this verse. The second part of this verse, the word of truth, we talk about truth. Let's talk about this word assure. Let's talk about this word assure. Watch what it says. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts. Let me tell you something. 
And this is, I just push this and push this and push this. I'm going to push it until God pushes me out unto glory. You need to know that you're saved. Okay? You need to know that you're saved. You say, well, you just say it once, say it always say. No, you better make sure you're saved for real. Okay? You better make sure you got the right stuff. Okay? He says that word assure, that word assure, really, 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 really means is Prince persuaded. Persuade, okay? It means that it means that you have accepted something that you once didn't believe. Okay? I said it this morning. Paul, Paul was a, a master persuader. Now that word persuade does not mean lying. Somebody lying or luring you or, or conniving you. Paul said, no, no, no. He said, I didn't come to you. How? With words, with words of man's wisdom and excellency of speech and enticing words. He preached the gospel. Amen. Okay, their assurance was based on the gospel of Christ. That's what it means to be persuaded. I was, I was listening to Columbus this morning talking about, listen, Paul said, I am persuaded. Okay. Paul was persuaded. Because once he didn't believe, but once Jesus showed up to Paul, he was persuaded. What? That nothing can separate us from the love of God. How about Amen. that? How about that? Remember the, remember the rich man was in hell? He's in hell now. And he know why he was there. And he know he wasn't getting out. And he know he had taught his five brothers well to do exactly what he was doing. And if he didn't get to him, if somebody didn't get to him, they was coming with him. Amen. And watch what he says in Luke 16, 31. And he said unto him, if they hear not Moses, God's talking to him, mm-hmm. and the prophets, neither will they be, what's that word? Persuaded the one rose from the dead. If you can be a great persuader, Paul was a great persuader, but he everybody wasn't persuaded. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, sometimes Paul they wanted to kill Paul. Okay? Sometimes they wanted to kill Paul, but he was a great persuader. And I want us to be great persuaders. Talk to people about the things of God. Why they need to be saved. Somebody will say, Why do I need to be saved? Okay? Everybody going to heaven. Let me give you, let me read one of the saddest stories in the Bible. This is one of the saddest stories in the Bible. Okay? Hope y'all agree. If you don't, it's still sad to me. Here's Paul on trial. He's on trial for doing nothing. But that's how it is when you're a man of God or a woman of God. Folk gonna accuse you of stuff that you ain't even doing because that's what Satan does. He's called the Accuser of the brethren. Okay? And, 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 and as he spake for himself, he's on trial. Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning have made thee mad. Absolutely. Amen. Every Christian, every preacher of the gospel is a madman. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There's too many smooth operators. He's a smooth operator. He's a smooth operator. Listen, there's too many smooth operators in the pulpits. Okay? Amen. This pulpit ain't for smooth operators. Bust out a song. You know? No. It's for wild men and fools. Okay? The Bible says, for the foolishness 
of preaching. Okay? Amen. So if you, if you ain't a fool or a madman, you might, might want to rethink it. Okay? Amen. And he said, Paul said, I'm not mad, most noble Festus, but speak forth, here we go, the words of truth. See, the words of truth to an unsaved, unbelieving soul is foolishness. Okay? I, I know I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Maybe not in here. Well, we, we talking to people all over the world. He said, I'm not mad, most noble Festus, but speak forth the words of truth and soberness and serious. Paul said, I'm serious about this. And you ought to be serious about preaching. Serious about preaching truth. Because folks need to hear the truth. Why? We just went over it. You don't hear the truth, you can't be saved. You can't be saved by a lie. Amen. Okay? Don't let nobody tell you, well, you know, honey, you all right. You, you know, no, no, no. A lot of folks done left here. Okay? The number of reasons they left here, because it's too light. See, see, it get light in here. And darkness don't like light. Okay? Y'all see, y'all preacher over there, y'all preacher over there, you know, he preaching on abortion and LGBT, gambling, drinking, cussing, divorce, fornication, or repentance. No, folks don't want to hear that. Let me go somewhere where it's dark. Let me go somewhere where it's dark and preacher don't touch that stuff. I can just be comfortable in my sin. Okay? I can be comfortable in my sin. I'm never going to be confronted. I'm never going to be forced to ask to be repent of anything. I'm okay. I ain't going there. Amen. He out his mind. See, that's the greatest compliment I can get. Amen. That man crazy. <laughs> that man crazy over there. He telling you, you know, that, that, that gambling is a sin. Everybody gamble, okay? I know preachers that gamble. I, I go, preachers go to casinos and hang out. I mean, I, I know all that stuff. Something wrong with him. Something, they thought something was wrong with Paul. See, I've been in good company. Amen. Now watch verse 26. I told y'all this is a sad story. For the king knoweth of these things. He's talking about, he's, he's putting the king on blast. He said, the king knoweth these things. Before whom I speak freely. For I'm persuaded, there's our word, that none of these things are hidden from him. For this thing was not done in a corner. Uh-oh. But Paul putting the king out on blast. And Paul said the king know. He said the king know about all the lepers that was healed. The king know about the man who, who received his sight. He know about Jairus' daughter. He know about Lazarus. He know about the 5,000 people being fed. The king know these things. The king know these things. He put the king out there. Now y'all watch this now. Because everybody you talk to, let me tell you something. There ain't a person we know. That don't know about the things that go went on in the Bible. You talk to the most, you talk to anybody, and I talk to some folks. They know what that Bible says. Because most of these, most of the folks my age were brought up in, in Sunday school and in the church, and they know about Lazarus raised in front of the dead. They know about people, 5,000 folks being fed. They know about blind Bartimaeus. That's common knowledge. Why don't they receive it? Why don't they accept it? Sad story. Watch, watch what happened. Paul put him out there and said, King Agrippa, verse 27. Believest thou the prophets? Who couldn't believe the prophets? What king didn't believe the prophets? Know what the prophets did? Isaiah, 
Zedekiah, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Ezra, all the great prophets of the Bible, they all pointed to Christ. They all pointed to Christ. He said, do you not believe the prophets? It gets even sadder. Paul says, I know that thou believest. How about that? You ever, you ever know anybody in your life, anybody you know personally, that you know they believe, but they cannot accept a public te- testimony of God's goodness? You know they believe, but they know if they say they believe and if they receive Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, it's a game changer. So they reject him, not because they don't believe, but because they don't want to make a lifestyle change. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have what? Become new. That's a big step. That's a big step. And, and king didn't want to make this step. Watch what he does in verse 28. And then the king said unto Paul, Paul, almost, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Almost. Somebody said almost Christian. How many folks you know that's almost Christians? How many folks do we know that's almost Christian? Call them that. When you call them up and, and text them and say, you're almost Christian. Uh, they almost Christians. But they can't make that because well, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I accept being a Christian, then, 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 all that stuff going to have to pass away. That's what they believe. They think it's a hard thing. See, they think it's going to be hard. Listen, everybody, everybody in here to save know this. It wasn't hard walking away from some sins. It wasn't hard walking away from some behaviors. It wasn't hard walking away from some relationship. Some of this stuff felt good. Show did. I like that, Mark. Mark went ways down south and said, show did. (laughs) It show did. Walking away from some folks when you got saved, that little hundred dollars they owed you didn't mean nothing because you didn't have to deal with that no more. Okay? Ain't none of us in here that's really saved Miss being in and freed us. Oh, I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to give up going to freedom. What kind of fool is that? <laughs> Who missed going to so-sos? Come on, man. Don't nobody miss that foolishness. If you get saved, listen, God gave you power to walk away from stuff. Bible says in Acts 1.8, when you receive the Spirit of God, you receive power to walk away from some stuff. They don't walk away from some stuff. (laughs) Watch this verse. Let me finish. I'm not going to be long. Then King Agrippa said to Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Look at what's watch this verse 29 30. I thought it was fascinating because I never really get this far with this verse because verse 28 is so impactful. And Paul said, I would to God. Paul, here's a persuader. He's not, he not, he not being distracted by, by, by uh, King Agrippa trying to make a, little, make a little joke about it. Paul stayed right on task. He stayed right on task, stayed right up in his grill. He said, and Paul said, I would to God. That not only thou, 
but also all that hear me this day. Now, you got to understand the courtroom in this day, it was full. It was the main event of the day. Everybody came to the courts. The courts was inside the synagogues and they would, everybody would come. And it would be packed because they wanted to hear these cases because they didn't have really nothing else to do. And Paul called every single person that was in that courtroom out. Imagine that. Imagine if OJ done that. <laughs> called everybody out. <laughs> I just, just, OJ just came to my mind. Okay, because that's the biggest courtroom case, you know. Then Paul said, I went to God. That not only thou, but also all them, all that hear me this day were both almost and all together such as I am, except these bonds. Amen. Except these bonds. Now watch this. So if you don't sit here and look at the Bible, and you see some stuff going on, and you try to put yourself there, you know, listen, have you ever, you ever been in a crowd of people and start talking about Jesus? What happens? What happens to that crowd? Okay? They get up out of there, don't they? You all you got this, you be, if you be in the cafeteria, if Justin or, or little Josh was in the cafeteria and they with all their friends and, and every time they go to eat their meal, they start praying, guess what? Uh, they had that table by themselves in a couple of weeks. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, man, listen, I'm gonna, hold on, I'm going to pray for my food. All right? Folks, see, see, that's how it goes. Now watch what they do in verse 30. And when he has thus spoken, Paul got done giving them the gospel. Giving him the business. The king rose up and the governor and Bernice and got up out of there. And got up out of there. Amen. Folks don't like being around light. Paul put them Paul put them all out there. Let me just give you a couple more verses. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I know Vaughn said don't say that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Persuading folks. Dangerous work. Talking about Jesus to, to folks that don't want to hear is dangerous work. And in, in, in Acts 14, 19, here's Paul. And, 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 and they says, it says, and, and, and there came there certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium. But Antioch, Antioch was the place where Christians were first called Christians. Okay? Who persuaded the people. Who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul. Paul got stoned for what he believed. Paul got stoned for what he believed. See, that's what I, that's what I say. When you pull up, pick up this Bible. And you say, I'm going to go out and tell the world, you better know what you're getting into. You better know what you're getting into. See, that's the part of that one soil. The one soil that was, was planted on hard pan, hard ground. And when, it, when the roots went down, it hit the rock. It couldn't get no more n- nutrition. And it sprang up. And when it sprang up, the sun, sun burned it up. The world will burn up your testimony if it's not rooted and grounded in the word of God. The world will burn up your testimony. You will not have longevity in this. And you will not have longevity in Christianity if your roots don't go down deep. See, we want to pop up fast, but we don't want the roots to go down deep. The roots got to go down deep. That's what your nourishment said. We only want what people can see to prosper, to pop up. Let me tell you something. That root system better be good. You You won't be serving God for 20, 30, 40 years without a good root system. Real good root system. You need a good root system. Last verse. <laughs> Paul the persuader. Fearless. No, this ain't the last verse. Sorry. But I'm close. Acts 19.25. Watch this. He says, moreover, you hear, 
you see that not only in Ephesus, but almost all, throughout all Asia, this Paul, here's Paul, this Paul have persuaded and turned away much people. What was his message? What was his message? Saying that there be no gods, little g, which are made with hands. Well, well, I'm getting ready to close. I had this verse. I had this verse on my mind. Second Timothy chapter one, verse 12. And I'm, I'm going to close with this verse for sure. And Bond and Jeremy are going to come up and we're going we to read off some of the names of the, the great people who have served in this church and that's been part of our family and they'll be part of, hopefully, hopefully they'll be part of our family when we get to all get the glory. Paul's writing to Timothy. Paul's writing to Timothy and he's telling Timothy, you need to be a persuader too. Every preacher needs to be a persuader, okay? Not with trickery, Okay. Not having Chinese auctions and all that kind of stuff going on in the church and drawings and stuff. and not none of that, none of that, none of that. We need to be able to persuade people of their need for the Lord. It ain't easy. When Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and 12, he said, for this cause, I suffer these things. Nevertheless, watch this, I am not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. And Paul says, for I know whom, whom I have believed. And here we go. And I am persuaded, fully convinced, fully convinced, fully persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day, against that day. What's Paul? What day is Paul talking about? That day when he's going to stand before the Lord. Hebrews 9.27 says, It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. Okay? And we're going to stand before the Lord. And, and we, need to have, we need to have our stuff in order. Mm -hmm. You know what we need to have in order? Said it this morning. For God so loved the world. You stand before the Lord. You say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Right, Joshua? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have what? Everlasting life. Get to know that verse. Get to know that verse. That's a deep verse. Amen. Get to know that verse, Justin. You know it already. Teach your, teach your younger brother that verse and what it means. God is good. Let's pray. Precious Lord, thank you. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the people of God. Thank you for this church. Thank you for every church, Father God, where the word of God is being preached. Yes, Lord. Let me put it, where the, where the foolishness of preaching is being preached. Father, thank you for this church. Thank you for my, my friend who come down from 
Akron Canton area to visit us. Father God, we ask that you give him traveling mercies as he as he leaves this place and goes back. Then, but give him strength, Father God, to pursue ministry, to be dogmatic, to be fearless, to be uncompromising, and to be willing to die for what he believes. Father, thank you in Jesus' name for this church. Amen. 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 Then we'll do the uh, after we read, read this, we'll do the close out. Okay. What Margaret say? This reminds me of Oh, I thought she was talking about she cold. Hey, thanks once again for a wonderful message. We just want to um, read off some of the some of our some of the saints that have gone on before us. We just want to want to remember and, and just give give a time to say. Well, we say thank you to God for letting us have them as long as we did. Yes, yes, amen. So, hmm? I'm going to read the first set of names and then the Levanga read the second set of names. They're put in alphabetical order. Now, we, we might have missed somebody. It's not on purpose. <laughs> but as long as you remember and hopefully, like Pastor said, when when uh, when God comes back for all of us, we'll all be together to, to praise His name and and live happily ever after in heaven with Him. Yes. And uh, I'll begin. Mother Beatrice Allen. Amen. Thelma Barros. Amen. Sarah Bell. Reverend Hubert Clardy Jr. Amen. Tina Clardy. Our sister Viola Clark, Teddy. Amen. William Daniels. Amen. Aziza Duke. Deacon David Fitzgerald. Amen. Sister Doris Gardner. Pauline Gray. Deacon Larry Jeter Sr. Larry Jeter Jr. Sister Pinky Johnson. Amen. Deacon Quatrillion Z. Johnson. And now Levon will finish up. Clarence Jones, Reverend George Jones, Reverend Jones, Gladys Jordan, the pastor's father, which is Albert Neal. Amen. Amen. My father-in-law, Deacon Chester Nell. Uh huh. Edith Owen, the past pastor of this assembly, Pastor Lawrence E. Shell. Amen. Amen. Mary Jo Stanton. Sarita Tate, Amanda Turner, Nate Turner, Ibera Wallace, Deacon David Wilson, Mary Wright. As some of you know, we weren't here for the whole amount, but some of the things that I learned from a lot of these people was they learned the Bible. And the ministry here is fantastic. Because by them learning the Bible and me sitting under them, 
I learned a lot from Bible. So what it is, is just like Pastor said, I was persuaded from the word, by the word. They left the word, and that helped me learn the word. So all the people here, I'm telling you, sit under the word, because the people that live the word are the word. Amen. 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 And, and when you think about Romans 16 and, and, and Paul, Paul's writing to the Romans, he has a whole chapter where he thanks all the people who serve with him side by side with him. And he goes down the whole list. I'm not going to go down the whole list, but he it's, it's biblical to to honor those who have given their lives to the ministry and have served. And and not only that, it's it's a it's a model for us when we start talking about Hebrews 12 and that great cloud of witnesses there's work to do and the work goes on and and it's good to see folks stepping up and seeing young people come in and doing things because that's how the church grows we don't get we don't get upset when we hear the babies cry the noise in the church because that's the signs of a a growing church what our responsibility is to train them up and to teach them to be servants of God they're going to serve somebody Amen. Yeah, they're gonna serve someone. Amen. Amen. Let's let's uh, we'll we'll close out with our song, and then Deacon Jeremy will close out in with with prayer for our for our fellowship dinner. Amen. 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 Now, to the King, eternal, immortal, invincible, to God, who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
I already told myself I'm working on that one. We're going to charge me. Good, because I need to. Yeah, I know. I got to go pick City up from the airport this week. And we're going to start. I'm shall be working. Wait, no, hold on. I mean, when you, when you, you stick in your schedule, I mean, even if I can get, I'm going to start getting Columbus there. I would love to, man. Columbus there, and maybe. Well, it's just, I, ha- I most of the time I have to work. I think it's, it's either, it, I think it's one Sunday a month and then two Sundays a month. And then one, I think it bounces like that the way my schedule works. So I think, I think I'm there one Sunday, like that month, and then the next month is two Sundays. It's every third day. Well, so I'm going to try, make make a, I'm gonna try to be consistent with it and see if I can get some. I'll be there. Bring a cup of coffee in this chair. Yeah, I'll be there. Somewhere. Like this Sunday, or this next week, I would technically work Sunday, but I'm not. I'm jumping ship. So, like, therefore, I'll be. I'm pretty sure it's just I'm off again on Sunday. I think I work Saturday. Yeah, we just used to get together every Sunday back in the day. And I think, we, yeah, it was like in the evenings. And we'd go to Panera Bread. <clears throat> we started. We started. We could start at 5 Back then. Yeah, an hour away. Ain't that long a drive, bro? I did. A, I, I did a whole. I did it for eight years. You know that. Don't get me started. Yeah, I'm off. The, I'm off this coming Sunday, the sixth. Yeah, because I work. I work. I work Thursday. I'll probably work again Saturday. But then it gets me Sunday and Tuesday. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You do. You get a lot of thinking. We get on sermon audio. I'll play a sermon all the way out there. If the sermon's 50 minutes. You're good. <laughs> okay. He got, he, he got uh, Prius. The what? He got Prius. Oh, oh Prius. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you drive now. When you drive a big truck, all I got is fuel. Yeah, yeah, you got to buy it. I, when I was driving that Suburban, I said, nah. Oh, I know. Nah, that was killing me. Yeah, I bet. I can't imagine. Wait, thanks for... Yeah, stick around. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get going. Yeah, unfortunately. When are you gonna have some free time during the week? Anything? No, never. It's almost never during the week because actually during the week at nights. Um, like for instance, this week so I went on Monday, but then they're using me Tuesday, Wednesday at fire pose, then I'm back at the station Thursday. I don't know about Friday. I don't know if they're using me or not. Um, but they literally work me every day at night. I know, I'm sweet time. Yeah, I did it. Every time, every time I go to work, Jackie's like, oh yeah, spend some more money. <laughs> you got everybody comfortable? Really? Yeah. Good. 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 I'll see it. No, I got you. No, I got you. Good job, Patrick. Usual. Normal. She got Three wings. You ride with me to pick up your money? Got rid of the truck. You got rid of the truck. You know it. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you. All right, bro. I'll be in touch. You get the, the books out up there? Yeah, All right, I'll send you a message. I forgot. No, I had seen them. You know, I walked out, so I see everything. I, <laughs> I seen them as soon as I walked through the door. I knew you would. Here, mine. No. All right, I'll get a hold of you. What's she looking for? Gummies? Ain't no yummies in there. Get up out of there. Let me see.
You make that? Yes, sir. He's trying to get a job at the local house. Really? That's what's up. They got three of them. I like the thing. I can't hear it. No, he's a fellow
sister's daughter is in North Carolina. They went down there. Charlotte. You've been there, right? For me? Been to Charlotte? I think once. Justin, bring me one of the orange drinks. One of the orange ones in a cup. Thank you, sir. Talking about Phil Hill when I go out there. No. I just got off work five minutes ago. <laughs> I got here early waiting for you. Usually when we have a picnic or dinner, you usually get here around 8 o'clock. Columbus took your place. <laughs> Columbus came to talk to me. No, Phil. Okay. Everybody talking about Phil Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Phil didn't walk by my office without stopping and talking to me. He what? He never walked by my office without coming no. in and talking to me. I didn't know him at all. Really? Yeah. I remember seeing him several times. Uh-oh. Come on, Karina. You got to watch what you're doing, Amaya. Okay. Okay. Who we need? Claire and uh. Okay. Yes, I don't work on Saturdays. I work. No, I, I'm talking about Oxford. Mm-hmm. What about Sundays? Yes, I'm on call. And I'm on call, I work. They'll call me. I don't know when I'm on call again. Sylvia, all quiet. Her and Columbus, quiet. They all. <laughs> Y'all quiet smashers. Take a breath. Take a breath, Sylvia. <laughs> she like that texture food. pounds. She told me.
How, how long y'all been back at the school? About eight weeks, so we'll, we'll be done in about three. We got a two-week break coming up. Is that what you mean? They got the kids all separated at school still? No, we get like two to four kids in a class, which what we were talking about. Is yeah, that makes it nice. So, I can't see it lasting forever, but it's nice for now. Darnell was telling me they brought AC back and Mott. Yeah, and he broke the kid's jaw with his uh, tape dispenser. AC. Yeah. He's a fool. They, they sent him to uh, start counting. Yeah. Come right back. Me and Rex, I don't know if he's coming back. He's coming back. Darnell said he's coming back. Huh? Darnell said he's coming back. He told you that when you were there? With a tape measure. Tape dispenser. So, you know, that thing's got weight to it. Yeah. It could still hold up. Hmm? It could still in this room. Yeah, you're going to keep doing it. You, you, See, that's what I brought in my head. Why you expose all those kids to them kind of guys? Because that kid wasn't the problem. Mott, same way. No, Darnell interviewed me several times before I came up there, and he was up there with Dr. Dunphy. Yeah, Darnell and I got along really, really good. Who? He's been there, I think, two or three years before I got there. He's been there a while. Eat your cake and stop playing with it. Eat it.
Toya, them ribs is good. Whoever made them ribs, woo! I said it was raining all day yesterday. I know you wouldn't you wouldn't say nothing like that. <laughs> Only certain type of members say stuff like that. I love them green beans. Everything your mother made was delicious. Everything your mother made was delicious. Huh? We have Bible study. So is it kind of like what we did this? Mm -hmm. It's just a pre I prepared a lesson, that's all. Right. Six thirty. Huh? So then don't tell me a fake time. Hey, darling. Bye. What time are we leaving in the morning? Oh, that's, why don't we go tomorrow? I have to go on Tuesday. Why would I go twice tomorrow? Because it'll be nice. I'm not driving on Tuesday. You said you want me. I'm coming with you. You just going to drive me. I can play on my phone the whole while I'm time up there. Get in there. <laughs> Can't do like Columbus do. Me either. <laughs> I don't think nobody can. Mm -mm. He a heavyweight. He a heavyweight champion of smashing. Okay.
down on the end. That dude you was talking to, Jake, he fought for the world champion boxer. He fought a uh, I forget the, what's the, you to look him up online. He was like 33 and 3. He fought. Everybody in here, but that lady down on the end, it's the first time meeting her. And she cool with Toya, so she cool with me. And he was saying, it's, You know everybody in here. I said, I know everybody, but that lady down there across from Toya. I said, She cool with Toya, she cool with me, so she family now. <laughs> That's one of your sisters? That's my favorite. Are you? You saying that because the other ones ain't here? Justin Sylvia already told you, told us this morning that you won her favorite son. Justin. She said. She said he is the favorite. Nope. Oh. He's like number four. <laughs> Y'all silly. What she do, fall? Why are you gonna fall in here? You've been outside all week. Her feet being stuck on the floor. 
Y'all get the chicken from the vines. About time. I know how you feel, Margaret. I know the feeling. How old is she now? What's your mother? She don't care. They get along, don't they? They get along, don't they? How's the baby mama? How's the baby mama? Crazy still? Really? Look out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, I'm full. Right here? Seven. Where the rest of them at? Gone. All in prison. Trying to hold something. Yeah. Something. I just really want her and I bought one I adopted. Oh. Yeah. He don't want to be bothered with me. He don't want to bother with me. He's prodigal. I don't know. Wherever he can find free room and board. Yep, wherever he can find free room and board. Huh? Two? Joshy. Karina, she fell again. You know, I'll just pick her up. Practicing falling. So what you do the rest of the day? Just chilling? Well, I 